What is up, sports fans? Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Fry, the host of the Sports by Fry podcast channel. I'd like to welcome back my co-host, J-Lo. Jake, how are you, mates? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Not bad. Today's episode uh, got up a little bit late. We had a little bit of a slow start today. We had a big night out last night, so... Yeah, we big didn't... night Big night watching the footy last night. Yeah, we did. We stayed up and watched the Eagles play as well, so we were... Getting to bed around the same time as the sun was coming up, so you got to do it though. It's tough, it. to, tough to follow the team from the other side of the world, but that's what diehard fans do. Just uh, like me. Good, good on us. Yeah, so today we're going to talk a little bit about our teams and how they went in round two. There's still the Geelong Hawthorne game to go, so round two hasn't actually finished yet, but both of us did the righty, got up and watched our teams early in the morning, so we'll dissect those games a little bit, talk about them. Then we're going to dive into a bit of NBA stuff. We actually went to the uh, Nuggets-Raptors game earlier this week. That's right, we did. It's a bit of an early birthday present for me. It was fantastic. It was wasn't too bad. Good eh? little atmosphere. It was a bit quieter than I thought, actually. Mm. We're a bit more reserved for the old uh, the Canadians. Yeah, that's, I'll give I you that. That was fair. First time you've been to the Air Canada Centre, right? That was, yeah, yeah. That was my debut birth there. It's a nice little place. It's I don't not know. bad. Yeah, not, not much to look at in the rafters for the poor <laughs> the old poor boys. So that's all right. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about the game itself and how the Cavs, the Raptors and the Nuggets are travelling. be a pretty short episode today, maybe touch a little bit on the, the final four. Um, the first two games of that were played last night, so we know who's going to be in the national championship. So without further ado, let's get stuck into it. Like I said, the Nuggets-Raptors game last Tuesday was, was a pretty interesting game. It was a little bit of a win-or-go-home situation for your boys. It's pretty much been that way for a week or two now, though, really. It has, especially being on that long road trip where we're traditionally bad, and we were reasonably bad. We, we, we probably just needed to get one win, and the Toronto one would have been huge. But Yeah, that would have been nice. You were right in the mix. It looked like your boys were going to take it out for a while. Denver were... They're moving the ball well. Pistons weren't playing that great, to be honest. The Raptors, rather. No, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said that. I was just looking the at Pistons the Pistons haven't been score. playing great, in your defence. Yeah. It was a correct thing to say. True. But, yeah, no, I thought the Nuggets actually... I was, was sitting pretty for a while. I thought we'd, we'd walk away with a win. I thought I was feeling pretty smug amongst yeah. all the Raptors fans. But just down the stretch, as usual, the Nuggets didn't really execute, um, even though Jokic had a huge game. Nikola Jokic looked pretty special. He was pretty he cool. Did. What, what was he? 28, 16 and 8 or something? Something I ridiculous think. like that. Yeah, he was pretty... And he was efficient. He looked great. So, uh, yeah, you know, the, the Nuggets bigs were pretty scary and they've actually stayed scary after that. They're looking pretty dangerous. But we just need to uh, pull out a few more wins. It's still close, still close enough to reach, but it's getting yeah, it's sketchy. It's going to be tough. Yeah. As it sits right now, you guys are two games out of the eight spot with uh, Utah and the Pelicans tied there. So mm. the Pels, it's actually, it's 8 o'clock Sunday night in Toronto. So Denver's actually just about to tip off against the Bucks. That is a pretty interesting game. Yeah, at home, we should probably take, we should take that one Yeah, out. you're done with that road trip now, right? Yeah, yeah. so we're, it's looking a bit better for us from That's here That's okay. But, There's uh, a lot of, actually, like, teams in the West Conference Playing each other or today, like yeah, I think that's Spurs, I think that's designed by the NBA. I think division rivals often yeah. play each other because it makes things more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Minnesota and Utah are playing right now as well. How do you think? Just like looking at that 
structured, like, you know, squashed West, do you think the boys can get back in there? You played Minnesota twice. Rest we of the do, year, right? Yeah, there is there is a bit of an element of we we control our own destiny. Uh, I guess potentially we could get in there. I, I don't like our chances from here on out. Not getting one of those games on the road against either who was it? But the night before, or Philly, uh, Philly, Philly and Toronto. Yeah. I think those are important. Miami lost that overtime double OT game that really hurt. Yeah, as well. that was. I forgot all about that. That was pretty cruel. Was that the one when um, Gary Harris went down? Or was I can't remember. Before? It's been noticeable with Harris out, though. For yeah. sure. I think that's been that's we've really missed him. Um, yeah, I think a few of those wins turned to uh, losses turned to wins on that road trip if yeah. he's there. So that's right. Such is life. Another year in the lottery. Yeah, we're actually uh, as we're doing the podcast today, watching the Cavs play the Mavericks as well, which is we. Started watching it before we started recording, and the game's been quite boring, to be honest, hasn't it? It's heating up a bit now, though. Yeah, it's been close throughout. The Cavs are up by four at the moment, seven and a half minutes out. So, mm. speaking of the Cavs, they're uh, only six games away from another quest for the championship. They're sitting third in the East right now. I think I think now that Joel Embiid's injured, mm. that three seed is probably Cleveland's like locked up, I reckon. Sure. Indiana's only half a game behind. Wow. Philly and the Cavs for the fifth seed, but hmm. and then Washington and the Bucks are a little bit down after that. So yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how the Cavs are going to go at the moment. It's slated we play Washington round one. Hmm. Be an interesting matchup. I think I'd kind of like to see one of the first rounds for us go to like six games, hmm. just to give us some time to get all our guys back together. Like figure it out. We're all healthy. Well, now that I say we're all healthy, George Hill literally went down against the Pelicans with like an ankle injury mm. and he's not playing today but now that we've got all our guys so if we can have you know the rest of these six games to figure out you know what works ish because Tylo's tinkered with the lineup now that we've got all our pieces but and we just haven't had them. in the lineup yeah well exactly and we haven't even had them all full strength yet like we have post all-star break we haven't been able to see what we're capable of mm. so I wouldn't mind a longer first round series so that we could try and piece it together and sort our lives out a bit that'd yep. be, be handy Sure up that three-point defence against Brad Beal and John Wall. Yeah. Ready for the next few rounds that are going to be pretty brutal. Yeah, I, I think... Mean, it's funny, I was actually looking... I might do a piece on Boston later this week just about how they're actually, like, playing such good team basketball. They're, mm. like, 13-4 and four without Kyrie. Wow. And Al Horford and Brown have both missed time recently. Like, they're pretty solid-looking Yeah, team. Brad Stevens runs a pretty tight yeah. ship over there, obviously. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go against them as well. But mm. Cavs have a pretty tough week coming up. We've got um, Washington, Philadelphia, and Toronto. Right. I don't know in what order, but, yeah, we've got all three of them. Mm, pretty major. Three games in four nights. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll go a long way to determining where we're at. As long as LeBron James is in uniform, though, I'm pretty right. confident that things are going to be okay. I'm a little bit worried that we don't have a point guard, but, you know, you don't really need a point guard when you've got LeBron, right? That's right. He does a good job of facilitating. I think you just... Every team needs someone to run the offense through. It doesn't necessarily have to be a point guard. Just a lot of the times happens to be the point guard. Well, Nikola Jokic is a perfect it's example. It's a good example. Giannis as well. You don't need a point guard when you have someone like that to to focus the offense. Durant and Anthony Davis are probably in that conversation as well. As yeah, like, we definitely can... agree. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah, so that's kind of how our teams are sitting, I guess, at this stage, with about half a dozen games left. I did a piece for sportsbyfry.com, my personal blog site, about the biggest surprises and disappointments from this mm. season. 
Um, I did a couple of teams, a couple of players ones as well. So I just thought I'd ask you to see, pick your brain and see if you found anything a little different from me or, um, you know, something stood out from this season that might have, you know, not in the eyes of some others. Well, in terms of surprises, I think um, something that a lot of people wouldn't talk about is how surprising the Rockets and Raptors have been this year. Okay. Top of their respective conferences. Yeah. Like, taking out... They're going to be the number one seed in their conference above teams who, like, no one thought could be topped, really. Yeah. Like, perhaps the, the, the one seed in the East was a bit open for the Raptors, and, and they're playing amazingly, but, you know, that West... That one seed in the West has been so tightly locked up by Golden State, and for... The Rockets yeah, to right. jump them and even look maybe like more dangerous than them. Yeah, I think could, it's been incredible. I think that's been really surprising. They and could just win it all. The Rockets, like they're good enough. I think so. I think this is that's what's so surprising about it is this is the first year in a long time where there's four or five teams who might win it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought I was. I'm, I thought I should mention those guys because they probably don't get a lot of props in the surprises but yeah you're right um and also for me in terms of surprises and players i think um the emergence of good hard rolling defensive bigs on contending teams okay so the stephen adams and the clint capellas they've sort of moved into the the role and there's probably people i'm forgetting as well Mm. have moved ahead of the people who you thought were above them in the pecking order like, it's very clear now that Stephen Adams is the third most important player in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I get Same what you're saying. Same with Clint yeah. Capella, whereas before it was Mello and, and Eric Gordon, say. Um, so I think that's been really surprising. Nice to see other... That, like, the, the future of the NBA bigs quite bright right now. It really is, yeah. But then there's also other guys who fit different moulds who are still dominating in their own ways. So I think that's been you wonder if, fun to watch. You wonder if in the next maybe five to ten years we see like a rebirth of the big man? Because it's all in the last last half a dozen years really. It's been all guard orientated. Like, guard you revolution. Know, three point shooting has kind of yeah revolutionised the league. LeBron and like there's people who've stood out. But yeah, there's a lot of you know elite guards. When I did my all... Um, NBA guard teams. I was trying to like look at some of the names that were being left off, mm. and it was ridiculous. Mm. And you talk about like player Chris Paul missed the All Star game. That's right. Yeah. Like, there's a pretty there's a plethora of talent at the guard spot. Definitely. So, I, I think you're right. I think that it's probably going to be a bit of a resurgence. Whereas there's not as many young, exciting guards at the moment. Not really. There's it just seems like there's a bit more of a gap. Yeah, a few of the guys in my surprise pieces. Uh, the surprise piece I talked about Donovan Mitchell. Of course. Obviously, yeah. he's yeah. a pretty... You know, and I talked a little bit about the rookie class as a whole, which, mm. you know, there's some solid guards in there. But, yeah, guys like Kuzma and Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, they're all, like, bigger dudes. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting to see. You wonder if, yeah, we're in a bit of a transition. Speaking yeah. of uh, big man, just quickly, I've been on the record saying Dwight Howard is having a great season. And this is a surprise, I guess. Yeah, it is. Well, no one expected him to be good mm. or yeah. as good as he's doing in Charlotte, like... His numbers aren't eye-popping, and they're not going to be in the playoffs, so he kind of gets a bit forgotten. And I guess he goes with a grain of salt. Like, if he's really doing that good, then they should be winning. But, you know, considering his age and where he was when he was being bounced from Houston and Atlanta, Hmm. he's, like, he's averaging 16 and 12, and he's, like, the oldest person other than Charles Barkley to do it, like, to average that. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. It's good. Kind of just cements his legacy really nicely at the end of his career. Hmm. 
That's funny, actually. One of the the guys who I thought was a bit of a disappointment this year is from Charlotte, and that's Malik Monk. Yeah, that's a fair one. He hasn't been too injured for long periods. He's just been getting... Just hasn't been played. Yeah, he just hasn't been getting a shot at it. And that's partly Steve Clifford's fault, but also partly Malik Monk's fault for obviously not playing up to his role. You know, like he should have slotted in next to Kemba. Like a lot of people thought he would be the leading scorer of this draft class, right? Yeah. So that he's been a bit flat for me this year. Yeah. Didn't he come out and say like NBA life is boring or easy or something when he was drafted? I don't remember. It rings I a swear bell. it was him. It might it might have been someone completely different. But I swear in like the preseason or like early in the year they were asking him about it and he was like, Yeah, hmm. this is easy. I was like, oh. wow. So yeah, I think, it's, it's it, I think it would be pretty easy to be honest. Yeah. I, I would love to be live with that NBA life. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, and uh, I think the team that I'm probably the most disappointed in this year, and it, this might seem a bit harsh, but I think it's Sacramento. Mm. They've just been all over the place. They, they have really those, have. They have those like potential high potential bigs brewing all year, and like you would have liked to see a bit of growth out of them. Darren Fox was a like a touted draft pick. Like they should have started to move in the right direction this year but it just hasn't hasn't actualized and I don't know if it's there's a lot of turnover obviously they lost boogie but they seem to be going nowhere and then like you said in your article not so long ago they went Mm. and win five of their last six and now they're like seventh in the the tank race as well yeah I think they're six and eight in March or they were when I wrote the article and I was like if you're trying to really tank and like they don't have a franchise player like really Monk no. could be like, uh, sorry, not Monk. Fox could be a like all star. Yeah. But yeah, they just seem to. And I thought they were going to be solid this preseason. I was like, oh, they got some nice vets, but yeah, God, they're just all over the shop. And then yeah, yeah they yeah. win, win a handful of games to remove themselves from like the, the top three to now yeah six or seven. So yeah, they're all so over bizarre. the shop. They, they, it's a franchise that has been all over the shop for years, but it seems to, it just seems to be getting worse. Yeah. I don't know if it's a Vladi Divac or what the problem is but it's it's compounding anyway they need something yeah I said the Pistons were another team that disappointed they were on my list I did predict that they'd finish I said you know about half a dozen games under 500 for the year but they've started the year like a house on fire and when they got Blake I was like oh well there's another there's the other playoff team that's right They've gone just media. Blake's injured now, but they were, they've been out of the playoff race for a while. They were eleven and fourteen yeah. with Griffin mm. in their lineup, which is really not, not good enough. Especially growing pains, though. You know, you're right though. I, I totally agree that they were definitely high on my list. I thought I'd just try and uh, choose something a bit different in Sacto. And yeah. I should mention, obviously, Denver has been pretty disappointing. Yeah, Denver made my list. Although I, I said I put the question, you know, are they still one piece away? Is Mike Malone like the dude to be fired or like? No, he's definitely the dude. To or be like, fired. yeah. But I think they they probably are one. One more piece isn't going to hurt. Right? Yeah, but then I, I also said, do they just need more time? Like maybe this will be the year that yeah. you look back and you'll be like, oh, that's when, you know, like things didn't go according to plan, and mm. they, you know, they were like, oh, this isn't just a cakewalk. So Could be right. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't amazing, but I said Mello as well. He was disappointing for me. Like he's shooting a lot more shots in like a catch and shoot, understandably mm. playing with. Westbrook, but yeah, he's like he's been benched recently. Like he didn't play the whole last quarter yeah, against I'd you guys, didn't he? Uh, I can't honestly remember. He did miss it. Oh, I thought maybe the game before. Yeah, maybe it was the game before. But yeah, he's been because when they got Melo, I was like, oh, cool. Well, I guess these guys are going to be like right up there in the conversation for the top seeds in the West. Should be, yeah. 
They still are. They still could yeah, get Yeah, well, I guess everyone is a yeah, little bit from eight through to... That's right. Three is even still probably a little open. You're not wrong. Yeah, like I said, if you want to check out the Sports by Fry um, surprises and disappointments, the whole article is on sportsbyfry.com, so you can read through all my picks there. Let's transition into some footy now. So we actually both, like I said at the lead-off, watched our teams play this week. It's pretty cool. Good on us. Yeah. I had a bit of a, an easier job. I got up at 5 a.m., or about half past five to watch Frio, so... Oh, that's not so bad. A bit tougher than the 1am West Coast calls. So. Well, we were up already, so... Yeah, it worked out all right. Um, we'll start with the Frio boys. Did you Have you seen any of the game or tuned into any of the bits and pieces about it? Or no, not really? I didn't, unfortunately. This was the first week in maybe ten years that I've had a dream team, so I, I'm oh, aware right, of yeah. what's happened with roughly with Freo and the guys that I have. Mickey Walters had a had a great game. Yeah. I saw that you guys got the W, which is good, on your new home turf, which yeah. is good. It was it was great. It was a good win and I'm glad we got but I tell you what, Essendon looked woeful. I don't think it was that Freo were good. I think Essendon were just really bad. Had That's a poor funny. day at the office. Mm. There wasn't anyone that kind of stood out for Freo, which is another promising sign, I guess. It was a real good team win. Mm. I mean Fife and Walters and I think Lockie Neal had thirty plus, so those guys are gonna be good. Yeah. That's inevitable. But, yeah. The Brandon, Hill brothers were great. Yeah, they, they were great in patches. Like, Stephen Hill, his skills... What are you going to get from those guys, though? Yeah, Stephen Hill's skills were really sketchy oh, for points in the game. Interesting. And I think the Dons kicked, like, three of the last four. Like, we were up by about 30 points right. late in the game. But, yeah, anyway, they look, they look fine. I tell you who played really good, actually, was Brandon Matera. Yeah, like, okay. He was strangely kind of just running around the wing and was, like, all over the place. He had 20 touches, which isn't mind-boggling, and... You, you know, you could put him up for 20 each week. It's not mm. that many. But, yeah, he was... He's a high-impact player. Yeah, sure. he was everywhere. Like, he was running all over. And the, ki- the kids looked okay. The bloke making his debut, Crowden, he didn't look super special. But, no. you know... Yeah, I had him on my you can't have, team. You can't, yeah, you can't have everyone, like, starring in day one. But, yeah, Ryan, was, Ryan looked good, didn't he? Yeah, Luke Ryan did look good. He had... I think he led the team in marks. He and Connor Blakely were really good at that, like, switching the play. Good. Um, good for dream team owners. If you've got Connor Blakely, he's going to get a ton of marks and kicks this year. But yeah, Luke Ryan, I'm trying to think. He kind of reminds me a bit of like Grant Birchall. Okay. A bit more marking, but like he's a good like rebounding defender. Like he's a good drive off That's that half-back nice. flank. Yeah, I think every great premiership team probably has one of those. Yeah. I think it's a key ingredient. So he's kind good. of like that, but yeah, he's a bit taller and marks more. So I can't really think of someone else to fit the mould. Sounds, sounds bloody great to me. That's yeah, he's, he's solid. He started to late last year, like... Really flourish, mature ager, so he knows what he's doing. But yeah, it was, it was good. We're going to win. Can't complain. Fantastic. Can't, yeah. None of this Owen Fife and yeah, you know, that's us right. going on like yeah, a terrible that... losing streak again to start the year. This might be our first win for a while, like our only win for a while. Did, you guys didn't get the win last week? No, we played Port last week, so oh, right. that, was a, right. that was an absolute it's shit sort of, show. <laughs> yeah, faded out of that. that yeah. Way. That one, again, we looked okay in, but you know, we just, it was first time we topped 100 points in about. Yeah, that's a year right. or yeah. since like round seven last year, I think. That's so, crazy. That's yeah. That's that's a problem. It isn't is a it bit. really? We've got here's our upcoming schedule. We've got Gold Coast at home next week, so that will be okay. Like we might be able Pretty to get light. a win there. Yeah. But then we have got the Giants. Okay. Away. They just Western, lost um, Scully though. Yeah. Western. Well, they look like still just unbeatable. Yeah. Their I might be really is, wrong about them. Mate. Their midfield is ridiculous. Although, yeah, you're right. A couple of injuries, though, and then, you know... Yeah, anyway. Still. Um, then we've got the Dogs, then you guys, the Tigers, and then it kind of is a bit of a, a bit of a you know, sketchy period in the schedule. So a couple of road games and... 
Yeah, I hope it might be our first and only win for a while. But oh, you'll be right, mate. Speaking of uh, being all right, I think you boys might be proving a lot of people wrong this year. You guys look like the flat track bullies over at uh, Etihad Stadium. Yeah. Etihad? Well, Etihad? Etihad, yeah. yeah. Telstra Dome. <laughs> I remember back when it was called the Telstra Dome. That's what right. else was it called? Anchor, uh, Docklands there was Stadium. A f- wasn't there like a phone company that... Yeah, there was, but I can't quite remember. Ah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, Apart from Telstra Dome. Yeah, we did. I, I was saying that to someone earlier. That you, you, like, at least... Early on, they're not going to be able to call us flat track bullies this yeah. year. So, good to get a win on the road against the very average-looking Western Bulldogs. Yeah. I think they need to do a bit of soul-searching because they won the Premiership two years ago, yeah, which is... only like 18 months. Oh, a bit over 18 months. Worrying. Really worrying. Like, huge regression. That might be their last one for a while. <laughs> Just like your Frio Dockers yeah, might win one. True. Well, we got, yeah, we got them in a couple of weeks, so... Yeah, that well, might be a game that I decide to sleep through. <laughs> yeah, you can circle that one as a potential win. But um, yeah, no, West Coast very similar to you boys. Very uh, balanced effort. Bummer yep. Hearn looked great again, rebounding from fifty. Jackie Darling kicked four, um, but I thought it was a pretty quiet four in all honesty. Yeah, Liam Ryan very exciting in game number two. He was exciting. There was, was I'm pretty sure there was a mark or like something we were watching. Like he had a screamer which kind of got a little bit of airtime through social media and that, but he had a, like a leaper run at one that he didn't pull off. Oh, and I remember we got huge. super excited over that. Yeah. yeah. That's He's right. an excitement machine, like real big impact type player. It's nice to have those kind of guys on your team. I, I think so. And it's great to see the mature age recruits standing up. They generally, like early on in their careers, are much more solid yeah. than a debutant, like a rookie debutant. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, which is funny. But yeah, West Coast looked good. Uh, Lysette was the pick of the Ruckman, which was interesting. I mm. thought it would have been the other way around. He's fine, hey. Like, that's the word to define him. Yeah. Just, he's, he's fine. He's a good, like, second option. He's ju- he's a little bit lumbering, though. You know mm. those Ruckmen that are real lumberers? Yeah, he, I do. He's... Aaron Sanderlands. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's the best at what he does in that. So That's fair. Um... Yeah, I think he's the lumber, but he is fine. He's a, him and Vardy, both just great backup ruckmen, which is what we need, really. We, we've got Natanui the star, so... True. Um, yeah, everyone was solid. The midfield group, the sort of the second-tier midfielders like Redden and Dom Sheed all, and Duggan all played really well, which is nice to see. And, um, yeah, back home to Optus, hopefully get a win next week. I, I can't remember who we're playing, in all honesty. I'll have a quick look. I can't remember either. That's good, yeah. Oh, quick side note, the uh, Cavs just won. LeBron had his 72nd career triple-double. Wow, good on him. Didn't do a lot. He's only six behind Wilt now. Wow. Yeah, all time. Yeah, it's all, it all pales a little bit in, in comparison to Russell yeah, at this right. point. Yeah, so. right. You guys have Geelong next week. Oh, that's home. a tough matchup. Although, you never know. They, they might go down this week. It's, it's not a foregone conclusion. What are we? It's 8.20, nearly 8.30 now. I think I'm going to stay up and watch the um, Geelong... Yeah. Hawthorne game. I think I might uh, peep the first half at least. If it's competitive, I might watch on. See how we go. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah, just quickly, uh, touching on the final four, we actually went out to a bar and started to watch the second game. Stayed home, watched Lowell Chicago lose to Michigan. I thought that Michigan's like offence would kind of struggle, but they were pretty solid actually. They were they? okay. Well, they a lot of offensive rebounds. I yeah, mean, I think those second come. chance points legitimately lost Loyola. The game. That Moritz Wagner dude had like 25 and 15, looked, had like a career night, so that's obviously going to help. Yeah, I, which is where a lot of his points came from, those offensive rebounds. But yeah, looked look very solid and uh, 
The Nova thing to see them. Yeah, the Nova Kansas game was just a non-event. Hey? Yeah, like, Nova was. just raced out to an early lead. I think they scored like eleven of the first thirteen points or something. Like they were up by like ten four minutes in and then it just stayed at that margin it's never fun to see yeah. Nova's a team that'll really suffocate you if they get a lead too yeah they were on fire from three mm. they hit like the most record the record for the most threes in a final four game yeah right that's incredible yeah I wrote about all the final four teams and how they kind of arrived at the national championship on the Sports by Fry site so yeah if you're interested you can read that one most of the things I said have kind of Held up, although I did say that Loyola Chicago would beat Michigan, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, wraps up the Sunday sit down. Like I said, a bit of a shorter episode this week. We're nearly at the end of the NBA season, playoffs are going to start. I'm praying to God that somehow the Cavaliers and Raptors play each other in the second round. I don't think it can happen anymore. Oh, right, yeah. That's that way I can go to a game, but yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Sort something out. Yeah, Nugs game's just oh, about halfway through the first quarter now, so we're going to go and check that out. You reckon uh, the boys can get up? Maybe. We looked a bit slow so far in this game, from what I watched. Yeah, but, 17 um, to 13. Time Gary Harris moment. still in his casuals, which is a bit of a... Less than ideal. Oh, oh Tyler, and Tyler Lydon, Lydon, well. <laughs> But that's... Uh, yeah, that'll be, it'll be a good game. It's always fun to watch the sort of two transcendent stars who are different, like Jokic and... Giannis yeah yeah once. you're so right that would be, be cool. a couple of unicorns but very different triple doubles against each other last time out so right. that is interesting. interesting Jokic has actually averaged a triple double against these guys for his career or something it's pretty good yeah alright cool so yeah thanks for listening please make sure you subscribe to the iTunes channel leave a rating and review that's all we got for the sit down thanks JLo appreciate your time no worries mate um, yeah, not too sure what I've got in the works for Sports by Fry this week. Nothing set in stone yet. I'll probably do a wrap up of the national championship game and a couple of other videos and that. But until next time, peace.